Welcome, welcome, welcome to Praise Talk Real Talk with Dom. Hi, everybody. Hi. Hello. <laughs> you guys, you already know. You already know what I'm about to say. I hope all is well over there. And you know, I'm good over here again because you know why God is keeping me. Like always, this amazing spirit and being, he's just so good to me. He's really my daddy. And I just want to thank him so, so much that he's keeping me through it all, the ups and the downs. Like I thank him so much. And again, I thank him for his faithfulness because it's teaching me how to be faithful. And he ain't let me down. He ain't let me down. We've been in this thing um, since 2014. Um, and uh, we going on strong. We holding on long. I mean, yes, he's always been a part of my life. He's always been there for me, but I just was too blinded to see. And um, it wasn't until 2014 that my spirit man awakened. And we've been on this journey since then. It started January 2014. I met Jesus um, December 30th, 2014. Like, he came to me. Like, his presence fell on me. And again, I said it before, like a blanket. It was like a warm blanket over me. Like, the spirit of love and comfort and warmness. And it was so soft and sweet. And it caused me that night that I met him to express those things to other people, even though it was like a tragedy that had happened at that time. But his spirit was like exuding out of me to others, that it was the people around me who I was expressing his love and characteristic to were shocked and amazed. Like, did you see what just happened to your car? Like my car got total and wrecked. But it didn't matter at that moment. It was pouring down rain, and and I had no umbrella, no hoodie, no nothing. And it just felt like the rain was not even touching me. I didn't feel the rain. And I just thank him for his his shield and his protection, and I thank him for meeting me. You know, I was reading the New Testament. I want to say it was in the book of Luke. And he came down. He came down on me, and I just... Thank him so much for that. Today, you guys, um, first off, I want to thank him for the spirit of peace and rest. This is so foreign to me. This The way I've been resting this last couple of months or two has been amazing. And I must say, by me resting, I definitely get to hear him more. I am a um, upbeat person, always on the go, always moving and grooving. Um, sometimes if I'm not moving and grooving, I feel lazy, like I'm procrastinating. Um, and it's because of what society has taught me and the world has taught me. Like, there's no sleep, team, no sleep. We grinding, we hustling 24 hours a day. We getting it, we getting the bread, we getting all of this. And that's not God. <laughs> when God, he works six days and on that seventh day, he rests. And so um, I was doing good with the Sabbath, but now he has me taking many more Sabbaths, um, sabbaticals, I should say now. And my body is appreciating all of it. And by me resting more, it's like my body is also recovering and healing. More sensors are turning back on in my lower legs, extremities, and feet. And I'm just so grateful for that. Like today, um, because I have been driving recently more than usual. And so my 
like legs and ankle and feet has been like throbbing with so much pain. And I've been like grateful at the same time because there was a times where I, I couldn't feel pain at all. I couldn't feel anything. So to feel pain lets me know, hey, your center are on. It hurts like heck. But I'm so grateful for the pain because it lets me know that I'm actually healing and my sensors are turning back on. Um, so that's good and great news. So I'm just, that, well, that's what I was getting to. Dang, it slipped my mind that quick. So what made me even more excited because I was able to uh, put an ice pack on my feet and jumped because it was so cold. And I have not experienced that since 2000, I want to say 17. Where I can feel the coldness on the bottom of my feet. Because usually I can, you know, I couldn't feel my feet. So it'd be hot, cold, or I'll, my shoes would be tight and I wouldn't even know it unless, you know, um, I'll have like a little bit of um, like a, a septic shock. Not a septic shock, but kind of like a septic shock where um, other parts of your body will go off like you might get high blood pressure or low blood pressure due to the fact that your body is telling you something is going off or wrong with other body parts so that's how I would know like I have like some chest pains back pain and so I would have to check my body to see like if there's anything going on or wrong if my shoes too tight clothes too tight whatever I would have to loosen them up or whatever it may take or be so when I put that ice on my feet I jumped I said oh my lord I can feel the coldness of this ice so i'm just thanking him so much for turning on my sensors and helping me get strong in him and helping me to rest and accept it like who don't want to rest like why is this so foreign i can't believe that this is so foreign to me but excuse me let me silence my phone but yes y'all so i just want to give him a shout out for that so please rest in the lord rest in the lord can means actually sleeping it could be praying or intercessing it could be you know reading his word but for the most part you're just relaxing and not doing much not too much cooking and cleaning you're just resting in the lord and sometimes um like today he has me just straight up in the bed because usually I can rest on the Lord, but I'm sitting up at the desk or I'm in the prayer closet doing something. No, he literally has me in bed. I'm in bed right now doing my podcast. So thank you, God, for rest. So he allowed me to do this episode today. Um, the episode we're going to talk about or discuss, the topic is the silent treatment. Lord, I'm good at using this and I have this done to me many times. Okay, um, my stepfather... God bless it. So he um he would give me the silent treatment and it used to kill me until I start learning. I started adapting to it. And it got to the point where he would stop doing it because I got good at it. And so there was a time where he wouldn't talk to me for a couple of days. Um and then it got to the point where when I started to adapt to it. And I'm like, all right, you don't want to talk to me. I ain't going to talk to you. If you don't want me, then don't talk to me. That's like, <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, if you don't want to talk to me, I ain't going to talk to you. And so I will hold out for weeks to a month, like not talking to my stepfather, to the point where he would have to come around and talk to me and tell me to come out the room. Um, what ended up happening was that when he didn't want to talk to me, or I used to get um, punished. I used to be on punishment a lot because um, I just just didn't like the mistreatment that I've ever received and 
I would speak up about it. Like, I wasn't a disrespectful kid, but I would definitely be like, why is this? Or I don't think this is right and fair, like the mistreatment. Like, I was bold. Okay, I was bold. So that caused me to get in trouble a lot. I was bold for my mother, for my siblings. Like, I fought for what was right all my life. And it got me into a lot of trouble. And so, um, yeah, so he taught me how to do this type of treatment. And um, I also uh, would do it to my child's father in the past, but not, you know, talk to him for days and weeks to the point where he would put his hands on me because he could not stand it. But the reason why, you know, I would give him the silent treatment was because he used to provoke me, agitate me. He wouldn't leave me alone. Uh, When we would get into heated discussions or arguments, you know, I would like to take a break. Like, let's take a break before things escalate. And he was not like that. He would just push, 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 push me. And so I would get to the point where I was just shut down. Like, I don't want to argue. I don't want to fight. I don't even know what to say because it doesn't matter what I say or do. You're going to take it this way and and I don't have time for it. So I would just shut down and got to the point where he would beat me, bite me, um, choke me, slap me, whatever it took to get me to speak. And even then, my crazy behind would not speak. Even during the torture, he would torture me and I wouldn't even make a sound or scream. Like, I wouldn't do anything. Like, it would be like somewhat of a, ooh, I'm about to cry. <laughs> Excuse me, y'all. Ooh, Lord have mercy. Um, I did not expect that. Ooh, but even in the torture, um... I wouldn't make a muzzle. I wouldn't say, mm. I wouldn't do none of that. I just didn't want him to feel like he got the best of me. Now, mind you, before I started giving him the style of treatment, he was already like somewhat semi-abusive. But because not saying that just couldn't please him with whatever I would say, it was like, if I just be quiet, maybe he would just move on and let, let go. But... It got worse. And so, um, yeah, that was that. My last real uh, relationship I had, I wouldn't even say relationship, but the little, I, I discussed about him before um, in the last episode, Friends with Benefit. You know, my last guy that I uh, seriously dated, he would give me the silent treatment and it would be for months. And he would come back into my life as if nothing happened. And um, it got to the point where I was like, when I started to change and God started to, you know, fill me up with his spirit. And I started walking in that. It changed me, my heart, my my sensitivity, my emotion. It changed all of that. And I realized that that wasn't okay. It wasn't good. It wasn't great. That wasn't love. It was somewhat, in a way, abusive because I realized, like, when he was back then, not anymore, because I got so used to it. I'm like, oh, he's just going on his little thing. Oh, well. And a lot of women and people, men too, let me not say that, but I see more women talk about it vocally than men do. Um, when their husband or their spouse gives them the silent treatment, you know, at first it hurts them deeply. And, you know, it makes you feel like you're being abandoned or neglected, rejected. It bring you low. It will break you. But eventually, after a while, 
um, once you start to pick yourself up again and you're like, oh, that's just him, you'll learn to live with that or to remove yourself from that. Like, oh, he's going on through his little episode. All right, there go Charlie. And I don't know who Charlie is. I'm just saying. And forgive me, Charlie, if I use your name as an example. But I'm just saying, like, you just get used to it. Like, oh, that's just him. Oh, well, move on. You know, it doesn't affect you as much, and you just deal with it just because maybe possibly you're married and you have children, so you're just not ready to leave them. So that's that. So I want to talk more about it. And so um, here we go. Silent treatment is to refuse to communicate verbally with another person. Um, People use this treatment for different reasons. One is avoidance. Some people don't know what to say or they want to avoid a conflict. Um, another one is communication. Some just don't know how to express their feelings. Also, they want you to know that they are upset, uncomfortable, or feel some type of way, but they just don't know how to communicate it, you know? Uh, they just don't have the right words to say. And I thank God for the Holy Spirit and that he gives me the words to say, like, and the boldness to say it. And, and he also gave me the spirit of, um, kindness, you know? to be soft-spoken, like, when I express how I'm feeling, like, you know, what you did to me really hurt me, this, 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 and this, and this, and this, I did not like the way you did, it helps me to express, he gives me the right words to say when I need to say it, even in the small little conversations, there may not even be godly, um, it's just regular conversations, he would give me the right words to say, and so I thank him for always interceding on my behalf and helping me with that. Another, um, reason why people uh, use um, silent treatment is punishment. A person wants you or to wants to punish you or try to control or dominate you or blase blase, you know. This is also a form of emotional abuse. When you use the silent treatment to punish someone, that's emotional abuse, okay? Um, now, if going silent was to cool off from, like, a heated situation, then that's okay. You need a minute to collect yourself to adjust. But anything longer than that is a problem. And what I mean is that if you can go days without talking to someone you love, um, that's a problem. And you might need therapy um, to help you be able to express yourself effectively. If you're scared that you're going to say the wrong thing, whatever, there it is. If you're a couple, go to couples therapy. Okay, let's talk about it. Let's get it out of us. Like, we need a mediator. Um, It could be a a pastor, you know, someone there to hear both sides of the story and not be biased. Um, But, yeah, I said, you know, it it could be a couple of days. I mean, a couple of hours. Um, I wouldn't even say a day. I wouldn't even say a day, let a day go by without talking to the one you love or someone you're living with or your spouse. Um, As I'm getting older and witnessing so many deaths and going to funerals, like I just talked to this person or seeing a post and I just saw you, we just talk, or I wish I would have answered the phone. I wish I would have went over there. I wish I would have called you. I wish, I wish, I wish. Just in a matter, you know, you don't know. You don't know who's next to go. It could even be you. And so I'm learning not to even allow a day go by without speaking with someone. You know what I'm saying? Um, Yeah, you know, but uh, let's get back to it. (laughs) Using the silent treatment can be addictive. A habit. Okay, and that's something that um, 
my stepfather. It became a habit for him um, until I started to return that favor and would hold out a little longer. You know, like I say, he'll not talk to me for days, but I'll hold out for weeks to a month. Okay, because I had everything I needed. Like, you want to put me on punishment? You want to ignore me and not be my dad, whatever? Then you know what? I'm going to go in a room. I'm going to study um, the map, streets, streets. I'm going to read books. I'm going to, I was just, I, I had books all around me. Still to this day, like, if you go in my room, or if you come in my room, you're just going to see books everywhere. Um, yeah, so in my new home, I would definitely have, um, I want a library. I want a room where, you know, there's a chair. I'm not going to say too much, but it's definitely going to be a library room, a study room. And I just want books all up. I don't have, like, a whole messy room of books just everywhere. No, I'm just saying, like, all my my tables next to my bed. And I have a bookshelf. And I have, like, storage bins of books, you know, that I try my best day by day to you know, get rid of them, some of them um, that I read already, some I'm not. And I just pray that whoever my husband is, that he, well, he's going to accept it because God is going to make sure that, you know, he fits me and I fit him. But I love books. I love studying. I love it. I love it. I love growing. It's just who I am. But anywho, like, so to me, when I'm, for me, I should say not to me, but for me, to be on punishment was nothing. It got to the point where my stepfather, when he would put me on punishment, he would take the books out of my room and the maps. Like, you're not going to study the maps. You're not going to read a book. No pens or pencil, no paper, none of that. Because I can stay in the room all day long, not eat or drink water. I'll just stay in here. Okay? And so, um... Again, it, it became a habit to me to where when things would, you know, trigger me or I would be uncomfortable, I'll naturally go into silent treatment, just disconnect, just disconnect. And um, I, I, he would do the same. He did it. He didn't only do this silent treatment to me, but he did it to other siblings. It's just that I um, adapted to it and got good at it. The other ones, they didn't, you know. Um, and again, they weren't really as vocal as I was and bold as I was of fighting for what's right and what is wrong, you know. So their punishment wasn't as severe <laughs> as mine's. And um, they didn't stay on punishment for long like I would, you know. But I'm grateful for that because God turned that all around to where in the wilderness I'm okay with being alone when I'm in the mountains where he needs me to be isolated by myself. It takes me back to there. And I'll just study, 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 or sit in silence, meditate, whatever God needs me to do in that season, in that wilderness season. That's what I'll do. Um, but yeah, so uh, if your partner is being silent on you and does it often, again, you need to either go to you know couples therapy, seek counseling, um, or... You may need to leave, okay, and and find some healing and peace. You know what I'm saying? And if this is something that you do, if you disconnect, if you um, have a habit of, you know, going silent on the ones you love or with people, get some help. Get counseling. 
you know, talk about it where, where you may feel in, like it, talk about it in a safe environment. You know, um, those who've been abused and mistreated will keep things inside. We won't even express anything like you may use this against me. So I'm not going to even say nothing to you at all. Like, I'm just be quiet and be cool and cordial, like keep it cool. Um, again, it is harmful um, and abusive. Uh, so try not to resort to that again understandably like things are heated things are wild or things are weird you need a moment you need a moment and respectfully so get your moment okay but if you're just staying silent to punish someone or you're just refusing to communicate baby you need help okay and you need to talk to someone and don't feel insecure okay some of us are very insecure about our emotions about if we might sound dumb or whatever, so we don't want to express anything. Maybe you need to see, does this person that you're, you know, giving the silent treatment to, do they make you feel inadequate? Do they make you feel like when you talk, your emotions are not heard, or they make you feel little, but little you because you're expressing yourself? If that's the case, take that all in into consideration and get help. Talk to someone about it. Like, I'm having a hard time talking to whoop de whoop I just, you know, I just shuts down and, you know, communicate that with that person that you feel safe with. And that's all I have for the silent treatment. Um, didn't want to take too much of your time. Just want to go and get that out. Just want to help somebody today. That silent treatment is for the birds. I get it every now and then. You need to use it to collect yourself, get your emotions back, relax or take your emotions out of things. You know, you just need a moment. But anything longer than a moment, longer than some hours, baby, mm-mm, talk about it. If you can't talk to the ones you love, then talk to someone else. And this is Porsche Talk Real Talk with Don. Take it easy. God bless you all.